0: Dr. Cheryl Peavy and welcome to Her Voice, Her View, episode number four. This month we have been talking about domestic violence and as we end up wrapping up this month, I just want to talk to you today about when you're ready to get out and what should you have in place. First of all, I think it's very important that you have a safety plan and what that means is that you write something down on a piece of paper And you share it with someone that you're very close to. If it's a family member, if it's a best friend, or even honestly, you know, uh, your pastor or someone at your job, your, your boss in particular, or even honestly, I would even say with law enforcement agencies, what you need to do is sit down and come up with a plan of When I'm ready to go or if I feel that I am in so much danger and afraid that something's gonna happen to me, you have these plans in place. I would suggest you have a code word that you share with people. So if you call them or if they call you and you say the word, they know you're in trouble, they know to grab that safety plan and they know how to execute it. Or if you're calling or you send a text message, the same difference. Or even if you couldn't reach that person and they're at work and you leave them a message, You could always give them that code word and they would know what to do. And I would suggest, you you know, when you come up with a safety plan, you have to take your time in doing so. You have to think of all avenues of making sure you don't ever tell your abuser that you're going to leave them. Don't even let them know or give them a heads up that you're even thinking about leaving them because then they're going to watch you more and you're going to have a lot of more pressure upon yourself that you won't be able to get out. Don't let them know what you're doing. You know, have a separate account. Create an account where you can put money into it. If you can't and the abuser controls the money, then set up a plan with friends and family. You know, a place that you're going to stay, whether you're going to go to a shelter or you're going to go stay with a family member or a friend. Even if it's an emergency situation, have a hotel ready that, you know, everybody would know that you would go to and whomever would volunteer to help. You can have, for instance, let's say you title it a safety, safety, listen, you don't keep it anywhere in the house. You share it with everybody else, but you know what it is. Cause you're not going to forget it. You could say, um, It could be a mom or a sister or an uh, an aunt or an uncle. You can have a brother. You can have any family member or friend saying, this person would be in charge of getting a hotel or this person's in charge of calling and reaching out to everybody who's on the list if that code word is said, and you move that plan into action. You know, a plan of when you're leaving, the time you're gonna leave, where you're gonna go, who is going to be there to help you financially to like for instance like i said pay for a hotel or get you out of that situation or if you even intend to move out of state or to a different city then also make sure you get a restraining order against the person as well you make sure that you even have a bag an emergency backpack but don't store it at your place store it with a family member or a friend and again when that plan gets put into action you have You have all the things that you need that you can just get up and walk out. You don't have to worry about grabbing clothes. You already have that. So it's just really taking your time and thinking about, you know, making sure they don't have any way of getting a hold of you. Whether you end up having a new cell phone. It's just different things that you think of that you can reach out to um, people in your circle who will help you. You can also go to a domestic violence shelter. You can always reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. You can always call that number and they can always give you suggestions as well. But it's important to have a safety plan in place. And then once you leave and you implement the safety plan, then that's when you start over. And I want you to understand that domestic violence, again, is not your fault. You know, as women, we take that upon ourselves when we love, we love hard, we believe it's our fault. We carry that guilt. You cannot carry that guilt or shame with you because you will have challenges of healing. And I want you to remember that according to Psalm 139 verses 13 through 16, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to understand that you can you can heal God talks about in Psalms 147, where he says that God heals the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. He will heal you. It is a process of healing. It doesn't happen overnight. But when you are ready to leave, you'll leave. And I kid you not for me, um, when I got out of my relationship, I felt like a chain that was just Broken, I felt free. It was a different type of feeling that came upon me. I felt relief. And then I was able to start again to heal the open wound, but forgiving myself for allowing myself to be in that position, but giving myself grace. As God gives us grace and mercy, you have to give yourself grace and mercy and forgive yourself. Again, you just... Know that you are wonderful, that you're special, and that God loves you, and according to Psalm 17 verse 8, that you are the apple of God's eye, and He is there for you. When you are ready, He will envelop you, He will protect you, He will lead you, and He will guide you in how to go along towards the healing process. Um, recently, Taraji P. Henderson has a, a Facebook show, and I know she was sharing her story about her abuse that she experienced. And I wasn't able to catch the show. I just read an article about it. And what I really thought was very interesting was that she shared her story, but also of what she endured. And you could read her story, read up about her, and read up what happened to her. And that will give you encouragement. When you know that other women have gone through what you're going through, it really makes a difference to know that you're a survivor and you can make it. With Taraji, she was talking about that she, for instance, I will give a quote. She said, I'm missing a piece of my lip to this day. And she spoke about her abusive relationship with her son's father. And she commented that, you know, it started out with like maybe verbal abuse and things of that nature. But once it started to get to where she was being abused physically, she knew that it was time for her to get herself together because she didn't want her son to see this. She said, I fell onto the bed crying and holding my mouth, blood seeping off my lips and across my teeth, droplets splashed across my shoes, slowly creeping into the fibers of my suede boots. Shocked, Henson screamed at him, This is over. Get your shh and get out. Although her father encouraged her to reconcile with Mark, Henson said she couldn't stay. And She said, with that separation, my forever man, my first love was no more. And the name of her show is Peace of Mind with Taraji. And what I really liked with what she shared was being very honest and open. And that's what we need as women when we are on a path of healing. No matter what is going on in our lives, you know, abuse verbally, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially medical abuse it's it's a lot it's a lot and i just want you to know today that you can you can heal and you can live and you can be whole again and you can live an amazing life that god has planned for you And I want to share this one scripture that, um, you know, sometimes we're always trying to figure out, like, what does God say about different things that we experience? And I kid you not, the Bible, and I keep saying I kid you not, but I apologize for saying that. The Bible is the most amazing book that anyone could ever read in their life because it is an instruction manual to help you, encourage you, not only to get, uh, develop a closer relationship with God, which is most important, but also there are experiences of what we go through every day in our lives that someone has gone through it and we can always open up the word of God to get healing, to get encouragement, inspiration, motivation, and to see how God sees us. And that's what I want you to do is pray and say, God, please show me how you see me. Teach me how to love myself, to like myself, to forgive myself, so I can walk in your purpose that you've called me to and that I can become the woman that you created me to become, but also the woman I want to be. Proverbs 27, 12, and this is the America, excuse me English Standard Version, says, The prudence sees danger, And hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. God is not for violence of any kind. God does not want any woman or any person to sit up under abuse and take it. That is not what you were created to be. And Jesus did not come for that. He came to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. Again, if you are ready to get out of an abusive relationship, have your safety plan in place. Make sure that when you implement that, that you share it with family or friends, pastor, whomever. that people you can trust who are not going to judge you, belittle you, but encourage you and be there for you. And I want you to remember that you are loved more than you ever know, and you are stronger than you think. Thank you for joining me on episode of number, excuse me, episode number four of Her Voice, Her View. And look forward to speaking to you and seeing you next week. Make sure that you share this podcast with friends, family, or anybody you suspect is experiencing abusive relationship and especially share this with young girls. You know, it's so important for young girls to recognize the signs, the red flags of abuse, but to understand how they can get out of it if and when they experience it. See you next time.